welcome to another episode of the Death Saving Bros podcast. I am your host and Dungeon Master, Paul Camper. With me today, I have an exciting announcement. The Death Saving Bros podcast has been nominated for the 2020 Audioverse Awards Best Improvised Production. Out of nearly 10,000 ballots cast, we were among the lucky few selected as a nominee for this year's award. Most importantly, that's thanks to you, our loyal listeners and our fans. Without your help, we never would have been nominated. But now that we have been nominated, the only way that we can win this thing is if you go and fill out an Audioverse Award ballot. Yes, you, the person listening to this episode right now, wondering, wait, why isn't there a full new entry in the Adventure of the Revengers? What am I listening to? What is this just a mid-roll? Or as Ambionitis would say, I don't like where this is going. Fuck. Let me go ahead and stop you from worrying. There is no full episode this week. And that is because we truly believe that we have a shot at this Audioverse Award, but we seriously can't do it without your help. There are 40 other terrific nominees. Uh, some of them are really big names, but only 10 finalists are going to make it to the next round of voting. So please, search Audioverse Awards and vote, or even easier, go to our social media, at Death Saving Bros, on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or Reddit, if we can fix our current login troubles, and click the voting link there. Or you can go to our Patreon and access the voting link there. We've got a free post for you. Or, even better yet, you can find the link in the show notes for this episode right now. Just go into the app that you're listening to and click it right there. However you find the link, please take some of the time that you would have spent listening to us and our full hour-long episode to go and fill out a ballot. It does take a little bit extra time. It took us about 10 to 15 minutes because you do have to select 10 finalists for every award category, not just ours. But we know that that won't stop you from going in and making the most important selection, which is the Death Saving Bros for Best Improvised Production. And now that we've asked nicely, let's just take a second and uh, imagine if we didn't ask nicely and instead uh, set Prothean on you. I'm just sitting over there on my horse with a predatory smile. Can't, uh, can't promise it's going to go well. Sorry, moving fingers or teeth. That always helps me. But nah, we wouldn't do that because we know that you're going to go vote as soon as possible. And for that, we are incredibly grateful. Besides, even if we did set Prothean on you, we'd just... Let Brixius do all the talking and sort things out when people started asking questions. No need to be alarmed, everyone. Farquad, thank you for showing up. I actually got to talk to you after this. However, Somebody from the crowd goes, His name's Carquad! <laughs> right. No, it's not. <laughs> That's what I said. I was correct in my saying. However, no need to be alarmed. This has been a demonstration for the new gym that I will be opening up in your city. It is a fighting gym where we will train you how to fight demons because that is a big issue around here, I feel. Rest assured, we'll be back soon with our 75th Quarter Quill episode. In the meantime, don't forget that we are loading up our Patreon with content. And hopefully later this week, we'll post the first in a series of bonus episodes. But until then, while we all go and vote and then wait for the next full episode of the Revengers adventure. 
let's just take a moment and remember the last time that the Death Saving Bros won something and what a rollicking good time it was. This is one of our favorite scenes that we as creators have ever put together and we hope you enjoy it as much now as you did the first time. Abe, you're at the door. Like I'm, I'm already there? Yes, you come up on the door. You are huffing and puffing and you can hear Gublio saying, six, five. I flick him off and I throw the lever. And Jets, you can hear Gublio counting down as well from a great distance away. Okay, I um, I wasn't told that this was like a timed thing, but I'm still going to try to be flicking this lever. You pull the lever, Abe pulls the lever, and there are two clicks, and the door swings free. What do I see? Is that Abe? Is Abe on the other side of the door? Abe is on the other side of the door. Abe, oh my god, you found me. What's with this saw nonsense going on here? I just ran so fucking fast. I think I just did the intelligence challenge. Abe, as you say that to Jet, you fall, you collapse rather, in front of him. And you can't move. <laughs> Abe? What? Abe? What? Abe! What the fuck? I guess you just did run pretty fast. Remember what haste does? Yeah, you got a minute and then you're like, you can't move for a turn. Oh, like I'm legit paralyzed? <laughs> for you're, six seconds. You are so lethargic and fatigued that you literally cannot move. Oh, okay. That's not so bad. Though. You gotta elevate your legs so the acid starts to... Alright, I guess I want to be like... <gasps> <gasps> just like dying. As he, <laughs> as he falls, I'm going to catch him in my arms and I'm going to just walk away carrying him princess style. That is so... I'm just like dripping in sweat. <laughs> <laughs> and as you're walking towards the goblins, it's all deathly silent. Then I raise him above my head and spike him like a football. <laughs> Go, yes! And the goblins cheer. It's deathly silent, and you hear the chant that I had started up as you're Fuck walking back. you. Big dick Abe. Big dick Abe. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> this whoa. reinvigorates me, and I stand up. Pause. Good as new. <laughs> At this point, I would not be putting Big Dick Abe in the sky. <laughs> there would be no kabooming or fireworks going on. <laughs> I guess Ambionitis does not approve of the Big Dick Abe chant. Big Dick, no, I will never in public <laughs> say Big Dick Abe in a affirmative tone. No. There's just everything about what you just said <laughs> is just no. Oh, I'm still doing it. <laughs> Is he the only one doing it? Or Some of the other at? goblins have picked up the champ, but not all of them. Most of them are just cheering, and you hear some... There's still fucking roosters here. Why are there roosters in this place? Jet is so confused. I wish one of you guys would get the reference that this whole thing is based around. Oh. But is it math? Yeah, no, I don't get it. Uh, as you're approaching, uh, Gublio is nodding his head, and he's shaking it, nodding it. He seems to be disappointed, but also incredibly impressed. He just looks at you and says, Wow. <laughs> well, then he has a stroke and dies. We just took his job, so... Looks like your treasure is ours, Gublio. He looks at Jet and Abe, 
And then he points at Brixius and Ambionis and says, You can fight. He points at Abe and says, You can fly. And then he points at Jet and he says, And you can. And then Bishmuck jumps up and goes, Will you shut the <laughs> fuck up? What the hell? Something he, needs to be explained. And then he points at Prothean and says, You showed up. Participation <laughs> oh, trophy oh, <laughs> for being on the team. Damn. He says, I'm a goblin of my word. You each will get your choice of treasure from my collection. I want the black diamond. And Penchak suddenly comes running around from a spot where he was hidden by the door and says, Gooblyow, you said that we wouldn't let them win. You said that I would be the one to win. Oh, looks like someone's getting crusaded. Gooblyow looks down at Penchak and says, They won fair and square. It's not my fault if somebody strong comes along. But you, Penchak, are not strong. And you will never win. Yeah, nerd. Tried to fix it. He just died in your arms tonight. Fucking nerd. Penchak at that point gets an evil scowl on his face. Prothean, get him. Yeah, I think Prothean needs to give this nerd a swirly. Oh, how far away is he? (laughs) Fucking nerd. 30 feet from you. Fucking get him. And he says, death to the intruders. And he pulls out a knife and leaps at Jet. I cast Missy Step and get him between him and grab him by the throat. Ah, oh, yes. I'm assuming I could just pick him up because like five pounds compared to me. Just fucking choke slam him. That's exactly what so, I'm doing. Yes. Oh, I can, I can picture <laughs> mid-leap oh, man. him missy-stepping, catching him by the throat, and then using inflict wounds, and him just mm. dying as he's holding him in his hand. Can I do that, Paul? Ooh, you may do that. Or, I fucking love it. Oh, <laughs> I was going to say, at the point that he jumps, I was going to say... He is technically considered a projectile, yes? <laughs> no! <laughs> he cannot change his course or velocity from the point he leaves the ground. Sounds Wait. like a projectile to me. Yeah, me wolf damage. You're going <laughs> to kill him. Damn it. Tell me what it looks like. Just paint the picture for me. When he's charging at Jet, I do a misty step directly in front of him with my hand out, so he runs directly into my hand. I pick him up into the air while casting Inflict Wound, and he just basically just dies. And I just toss him behind me. What does it look like? What is What happens to his body when you inflict these wounds? You can see a massive surge of pain just go through his entire body, then he just screams and dies violently while I'm tossing him backwards. So you... Don't want me to put my warhammer down. You choke slam his head onto it. Oh, you get to, you get to put the warhammer down after I toss him. Like I'm tossing him at you. Baseball him. Oh, at that point, I'd probably just take a giant old hack at his cranium. Do it. And I th- while I'm picking him up and behind me, just tossing him over at Ambionitis and Vixius, so I can just baseball him. Uh, yeah, I would definitely, in one swift motion, warhammer his uh. His cranium as hard as I possibly could. And then, <laughs> and then after he is hit like a baseball, is he a projectile at that point? I would hope so. Yes. Send it, <laughs> send it back Wait to me. Wait a second. Send it back to me. Let me have another swing at him. I'm going to... Well, I guess I, I can... Basically, what it would have to do is it would have to do a certain amount of damage to me for, like, the projectile hitting me, and I reduce it. If I reduce it to zero, I catch and deflect it. I would say he's a dead projectile. 
And all right, Paul, how much damage does that do to me? It would do five. Okay, hold on. I gotta see what I gotta <laughs> roll to do this. And if you can, send it to me. And I'm gonna re-baseball swing him. And hit him over to me. <laughs> yes. This all goes as planned. <laughs> At what point is this a hate crime? <laughs> oh, here it is. Okay. So, reaction to reduce damage by 1d10 plus dexterity plus monk level. So that's already over five. So I'm just gonna catch him and deflect him over to Brixius. <laughs> Like a volleyball set. (laughs) And as it's coming set up, instead of doing like a home run baseball swing... Just spike. (laughs) No, I gotta get it up in the air so Abe can get to it. So, instead of doing a spike down into the ground, I want to be kind of twirling... Twirling my war war hammer already like uh, people who are in band who twirl the batons. Or what what are they called? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh So I'm doing that. And instead of doing a hard downward swing to spike it into the ground, I'm going to do a hard upward swing to hopefully get it about 20, 30 feet in the air as a small body. So like a really, really high set. And when I do it, I'm going to say Abe's name like I am setting him the ball. (laughs) Like, Abe! (laughs) Actually, do I know that he's already a corpse by the time that <laughs> oh, I volleyball yes. set him. It's our, everything's canon already. I honestly feel like <laughs> I would respect life a little bit and not <laughs> keep this going. Alright, so... You got a real high goblet. It's about 20 to 30 feet in the air, I'd say. Alright, as he's, as he's coming down, I want to summon my pike, so I have it just pointing straight up, and then when he's about 15 feet above me, I'm going to use lightning, lightning Lure to grab him by the ankles and just yank him straight down onto the pike. That was me, oh. yoink him? Yoink him directly onto the pike. Lengthwise. Right through his rectum, nice. Rectum? I barely <laughs> knew him. No, right through his gooch. Right through his gooch, yes. and I stand up and say, Gooch. This has all been a demonstration <laughs> for the hammer gooch. Right through the Gleesgorm. <laughs> <laughs> the goblins have been whipped up into a frenzy, all except Bishmuck, who is looking at all of this and says, Who's like, that's my cousin. This is kind of tragic. <laughs> <laughs> Little punk thought he could outdo us. <laughs> and that's where we're going to end our episode. We hope you enjoyed what you heard, even if it was a short little snippet of past good times. But if you want to keep in touch with us in between this little bonus episode and the next, you can find us at Death Saving Bros on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Reddit. You can find me personally at HB Camper. You can follow me at Benfro15. I am at Ima underscore B underscore Rad. Just fucking tweet at the other guys. They'll tell me about it. But no, every time somebody tweets at us or like something, Ben will just tell me. He's like, oh yeah, did you see this? I'm like, no. Yeah, guys, I really do appreciate when you guys tweet at us, interact with us, leave comments because I talk about it. So do it. And we just feel all warm and fuzzy inside. Do it so we actually have something Gives to talk about. Chub. Other than insulting each other. Nobody tweets at me, guys. I don't feel the love over you. Just imagine Shia LaBeouf in your head all the time. Just do it. Stop letting your dreams be dreams. Shia LaBeouf. Normal Tuesday night for Shia LaBeouf.
you can follow me at Old School Runescape as Fat Smith. Matt, I've seen your character. It's shit. This is true. <laughs> <laughs> and you can follow me at ES Nemeth. That actually is my Twitter. And your Instagram is ES Nemeth Z? Yep, with a Z. Yeah, it makes it real difficult when I'm trying to tag <laughs> you in our stuff. <laughs> Ooh, with the Z. Yeah. What the fuck is the Z in there? It's E-Z Nemeth. Oh. Is it? No, it's E-S. <laughs> no, the Z's at the end. Yeah, it's E-S Nemeth Z. I know. It just sounded funny. Fuck that. Until next time, wherever you may be. Oh, until next time, wherever you're listening, in your car, in your home. Oh, no shit. How, do I, how does this go? Until next time. Keep saving those death thrills, and we'll see you next time. Cue the music. Out. Stole the show. Nailed it. Some of the sounds and background music in this production are copyright material. The songs, No Laughing Matter, The Shivering War, With Garners Full of Grain, and Vonadale Dawn are copyright Will Savino and the Music D20 Project. These tracks are used with permission, all rights reserved. The Death Saving Bros theme song is an abridged version of the song Run by Kai Angle and sourced from the Free Music Archive. This track is used with permission under Creative Commons Attribution License 4.0. You can read the full license at creativecommons.org slash licenses slash buy slash 4.0 slash legal code.